lifestyle. It's the bachelor lifestyle. Can I see you for a minute? It's my first impression, Rose. Prime back to Jay Stewart breaking down all the shows. It's the bachelor on Welcome ABC back. You are listening Harrison to The Prime Bachelor Lifestyle. Of course, from theballerlifestyle.com. Sorry if you missed us last week, although I did preview that I would be on avails as I was slopeside. And we mem- remember what happened last time I was slopeside. It was didn't sound great. So here we are. We're back. Look, there's you don't miss anything if you're watching Zach because he's that dull. He sucks that bad, as all bachelors do, but he's especially bad. Let's talk about it. Jay Stu can catch us up on everything. I'm joined now, of course, by Mr. Jason Stewart. Jason, how are you? Hello, everybody. Yeah, uh, Jason, do you like to sauna? The sauna? Do you like to do sauna? <laughs> because I in do. Estonia, they do sauna. They like to do a little sauna. And I, I also like to do a little sauna. So if you like sauna, go to Estonia. How's it going, Jason? Good. And I think that um, our two American contestants in that whole sauna scene, yep. they just look like such Americans. I mean, they did. Euro- Europeans have been walking around each other naked for centuries. They, like, have. they are completely like undeterred by yes. human nudeness. And yep. for whatever reason, Americans are just giant pussies. Because the Puritans. Because because we this country was started by the Puritans and they were they wanted to get away from Europe and they came here to practice their more pure religion their more strict religion where your body is dirty and you're you're disgusting if you're naked so that's that's where we come from. I just think that if you're um, if you're not of this country and you're watching that episode and yeah. you see two twenty something Americans giggling. Yeah, at the side of someone else's genitals. Yes, it's just so immature. Totally. You know, um, to catch the listeners up, I mean, the last we left off, um, they were heading to London. Yeah, pack your bags. We're heading to London. Yep. And there's no better place to fall in love than London. Um, I've heard that. And Gabby, Gabby Mm -hmm. is on camera for the first time. First of at least nine, when she says, I literally used to dream of being in London. I literally used yeah. to dream of it. That's what she Gabby she is. Says. G- Gabby is the all time. And I'm very guilty of this. So this is not a judgment. Gabby is has the all time like record, I think, for the bachelor in the sense that she says like at least four to seven times per sentence. Gabby is, um, I think Gabby is the perfect level for Zach. You and she I have is. established on this show yeah. that um, he wants a midlife. Ariel, Cat, uh, too hot. Maybe even Katie Brooklyn. Too hot. Yeah, they're just they're way too hot for him. Yeah. Like, you know, um, there's something there's something a little amiss about Gabby. Yep. A, a little amiss. Yeah. Uh, whether it's a, a Maybe a little bit of a her Aphrodite. Is that the word? Her, her no, we don't. What's that is not a word, Jason. It's no, okay. she's not that. I feel bad because Gabby, I've made fun of her on the show. I said she needed to get in maybe an angle grinder to deal with some of that chin. And then they really, they really shamed her for being um, allergic to shellfish. I thought that was rude that they sent her on that shellfish group date. But on her one-on-one, 
I found her to be delightful. She has a nice, she has a bubbly personality. She doesn't take herself too seriously. She can be silly. She can make a joke. Yeah. She is, she actually, I would say she has much too much personality for Zach, who is a massive, massive bore, just dull, just a dullard, uh, just a nothing, nothing happening there. So, um, so the one-on-one date is handed out in, in London and we'll, we'll get coot through yeah. London really fast because it's a fucking boring venue and something, uh, something happens that just completely runs it off the rails. But before that it's a run off the rails, the, the one-on-one date card comes and it, it references tea and royalty. Oh my and, fucking God. And, and Gabby gets the one-on-one date, but Greer, who um, got a very strange, very yeah. strange person, but she lets all of us know that she loves tea. She actually has a tea tattoo on her arm. Yes. How dare Zach have a one-on-one date <laughs> scheduled with anybody with the with tea in it in London, in London with she, tea in it, and not include her in the date? She told him. Hold on. She hold on. She told she mentioned to Zach mm-hmm. that she loves tea. So if there's any date involving tea, she should get the date. Yeah. She's in a country where everyone in the country has multiple cups of tea every single day, including specifically <laughs> in the afternoon where the day sort of stops for everyone to have tea. Um, she can't. She doesn't have. She doesn't own tea because she has a shitty tattoo about tea on her arm, wrist. I think the theme of this episode of yep. the Bachelor Lifestyle yep. podcast, the theme is is just women who don't quite understand that the answer is in the question. The answer to why hasn't he picked me for a one on one date? Yeah, that's the answer. Yeah. That the answer to the question is uh, the answer to the question is in the question. Uh, so starting off being real bitter that she's not on this date is is Greer. And by the way, she becomes the like fifth straight woman. And then there's two or three more over the next four hours who immediately break into tears when somebody else gets a one on one date, which for whatever reason, yes, was an indictable. Uh, situation when our gal, the uh, Mandrell, did it. Here's Christina Mandrell. She stole the women's thunder yes. by getting upset in the moment. But every single one-on-one date has had one woman cry who didn't get it. They, yes, they, all they are is consoled. Every um, single person that's gotten a one-on-one date has been made to feel shame. Yes, for being selected, yeah. and yeah. then spoiler alert. Jess, who is 16, yes. she was fired from the show for being upset about not getting a one-on-one date. Yep. I mean, it, this show is a numbers so game. So stupid. Yes, it's for, so dumb. First and, first and foremost, it's a TV show. Yeah. The, yeah. Secondly, it's a numbers game where The Bachelor can only let go a couple per episode and yep. then keep the rest of the women so for being like the rest of the gals, you get to go to Europe and yeah. on, on the bachelor's dime and you yep. get to increase your, your platform and your Instagram following, like yep. to, to complain that 
you've been given roses and kept along, but not given a one-on-one date. Yep. It's really just kind of like you need to like ask yourself why you haven't gotten yep. one-on-one dates because he's not going to marry you. But but have fun with it. Yes, um, yes. You got you got to play it like Ariel. Ariel, who, again, I made fun of for looking like an Easter Island statue and having the personality of one. She played it right. She didn't make a fuss. She hung there in the background, didn't say shit. When it came time, look, this this woman, this woman is too much of a woman for Zach. She's too worldly. She's from New York City. She's been around the block. She knows what's up, but she knows how to play it. She knows how to, she, she knows that the nail that sticks up is the one that's going to get hammered down. So she hangs out there. Then she has a gorgeous nude date in a thing where we had to see Zach's disgusting feet for some reason, but she played it cool. She made, she got herself a good edit. She said she's sick of being lonely. This bitch's dance card is full now because she's smart. She knows what she's doing. She doesn't make big. Uh, she doesn't make grand gestures about everything and start crying all the time. Smart. Ariel, um, by the end of this four hours of programming, Ariel, to me, yes. first of all, every time she looks at Zach, she might not state this out loud, but she's thinking, I'm much more sophisticated than you. Yes. I'm, nev- I'm never going to marry you. But she, yes. she says and does all the right things. And I think she's making a big play for the Bachelorette. Of course. Um, she's great. Very, I mean, she's very, what's the word, uh, photogenic. The yes. body uh, yes. is slamming body. She's got a slamming body. She'll be a great bachelorette. Yes. But she's just too good for this guy. But um, back to the, the London uh, episode quickly. Zach promotes this date with Gabby as uh, it's, the, it's the epitome of romance. I mean, it's, it's literally living like royals. And, and I, you know, we saw the date. You weren't yeah. living like royals. Yeah. This, in fact, the date has very little to do with royals. Yeah. I think what the producers did was yep. they put them in positions to experience things that very rich people do, like yep. like the owner of Downton Abbey. Right. Um, you know these these yes. very highly yep. highly sought lords uh, socialites. Yes, is is what they're is what they're li- they're not literally living like royals. They got to That's roll a, out. They got to roll out in a Rolls Royce. Yeah. It's fucking stupid. Yeah, um, they did that thing that I love, where the show takes her shopping, and then the guy, the bachelor, takes all the credit for it. And they and they kept doing that thing. Yeah. I wonder what he's got planned. Nothing. Yeah. He's got nothing, nothing planned. He's a contestant on the show, yeah. just like you are. The um. So uh, along with the uh, fashion show, and she gets to keep all the dresses for the sole purpose of making these poor women back at the hotel feel jealous. Um, she, they also go into the, some fucking fragrance boutique and the host of the fragrance boutiques, like, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to make you um, a fragrance. We're going to call it whatever a uh, Zabby or whatever. Oh, this was so, so frustrating. Yeah. And, and the host actually says to them, just making small talk as they made this fragrance. How did you guys meet? Um, oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe when the producers called you six months ago yep. to reserve the spot at your little boutique and said there's going to be yeah. a lot of cameras yeah. there. And there's a show called The Bachelor where a man and a woman will come in and act phony on camera yeah. uh, that maybe that gave it away. But he actually had the balls to ask, 
How did you guys meet? Were you were you not overwhelmed by the um, fragrance <laughs> selections? Like you, like two seconds in, you'd be like, "These all, I don't care. These all smell. They all smell great." Like I don't yeah. mix and match. I don't give a shit. Like this is it's just too frustrating. There's too many. I can't tell them apart. It's a lot. But they're but they're being treated like royals. Yeah, I mean, that's, yes, they are. That's what you got to. Why did they get? Remember. Why did they get down on the ground when those corgis came in? Was that necessary? <laughs> they got down and they rolled around on the carpet because there were some little short legged dogs there. I mean, you can get down and like play with the dogs without without actually being physically prone while it happens. This was a great one. They um they had Gabby go home mid. Mid all day. Day. So, so yes, I noticed that too. Usually, yeah. usually they don't pop back in and gloat yeah. before they go out for the night. That was so yeah. fucked. They have all the women sitting on the couch, and uh, Gabby walks in with all these bags um, from royalty shops, wherever the fuck they shop, and then so Greer obviously is the one that they want to make feel worse. Yes, yeah. You know, Gabby is flaunting it, um, and Greer mixes a metaphor here. And I, I, I'm not going to uh, criticize her for this because she's very upset. But she was like, "I can't believe they drank tea and ate crumpets, and I wasn't on the date in England." Um, yeah. And then, yeah. and then she walks in with all these clothes, and yeah. this is what this is what Greer says: "It's like rubbing dirt in a wound." Yes, I know. Isn't it salt? Isn't salt it's, in the wound? Rubbing rubbing the salt makes it really uh, worse. Makes yes. a wound worse. Yeah. Rubbing dirt is an old sports phrase. Rub some like, dirt rubs, on it. Rub some dirt on it. It might make it even feel better. So yeah, she mixed the metaphor and she really just got it. Wrong. It's like when it's like when you go down. You know, you, you got a you got a sharp hopper coming at you at shortstop and second base, and you set up in front of it, you know, you square up to the ball, you put that glove on the ground so you're not stabbing at it, you're coming up for it, and all of a sudden you come up for it, takes that bad hop, and it's coming in hot, and it gets you off the shoulder, gets you off the chest, now you keep it in front of you, you pick it up, and you throw the guy out, but it smarts a little bit, it hurts a little bit because it came off your chest, you know what you do? Rub a little dirt on it. Rub a little dirt on it. Um I mean, if she didn't want it, if she wasn't going to use salt, which salt is the is the word that makes yeah. it worse. Yes. She should have just said it's like um, taking my wound and putting peroxide and yeah. then a uh, and then a healing <laughs> yes. ointment on yes. it and then a bandage. How about a little Bactine? That's what it was like. Yeah. A little Bactine yeah, was- on there. Um, she came up and uh, also they give her like nine bags and the bags and it's like every it's like fendi louis vuitton gucci they didn't give her they didn't buy her shit they just they let her they made it look like she got a bunch of stuff they loaned it to her or just had her carry it and then for some reason the dress came separately yeah and and the dress i'm not I'm not into the dress at all. It looks fucking ridiculous. It's not yeah. attractive to me. Yeah. But my, Zach, my girlfriend Zach pointed out that cool colors were not right for her. There was a bu- there was several red dresses hanging up, and my girlfriend was like, she would look better in those. Those are that's better for her coloring. But she was only wearing the cool tones, the like light blues, the taupes. No red. She didn't. She didn't try on any of the reds. So sh- it's a shout out to Cheyenne. Yeah, Cheyenne. Shout out Cheyenne. Yep. Um, and so she goes back to Zach, but not before uh, Greer gets upset, removes herself from the room and needs to be consoled yep. in the hallway, only to be stepped over twice by Gabby with all of her bags. Like she can't 
she has to step over them to put her bags in her room. Um, so they they have uneaten food, which if you're just tuning into this podcast, uneaten food is code for the uh, the Listen meeting to my after the date yeah. in, at a dinner table where they don't touch the food that's in yeah. front of them. And the woman tells the subject awful things about their past yeah. in, or, in order to secure pity and a rose. Now, I forgot. I got a lot. I got a lot of response for the last time we met here because they were in the Bahamas and Zach was seemed to be have an untouched enchilada on his plate. And people love that. I brought that up. I'll be honest. I forgot to look at their plates this week, it's usually a steak and some asparagus. Maybe I didn't see what was on their plate. Now I know what it wasn't, of course, and that would be any kind of shellfish, as we know yeah. that Gabby, who I've grown to like, is allergic to shellfish. Yeah, and yeah. I I did make the point of, of seeing that not only was there uneaten food, but yeah. when they got up to do like the the surprise portion of it after the dinner, they got up. And the food was just sitting there uneaten. Yeah. Um, yes, of course. So, um, so Zach says some really boring things to her during this. He's like, I want to do life with somebody. Yeah. Long, long lasting love. I mean, I want something that's real. I mean, this guy really hits the cliches. Yep. And um, Gabby, her life trauma is that a boyfriend made her lose confidence in herself, yeah. Yeah. which is why, why she appreciates him making her feel seen and pretty i don't know who uh, i don't know who these guys are but but every single woman seems to have dated these assholes that are like hey why are you so stupid and ugly and fat like it's crazy to me that these dudes exist because i've never said any of those things to any woman even sometimes if i kind of thought it ha! um but yeah it's it's uh that was her trauma which is Fairly tame, considering some of the trauma we've heard. Yeah, and I'll I'll I'll, I'll, I'll preview the next one by saying that um, Charity tells him that she was lit, she was literally abused physical. I mean, physically or uh, emotionally. Verbally. I think she said emotionally, emotionally abused. Emotionally abused. Yeah. yeah, and his response to her telling him that he she was emotionally abused is like, uh, yeah. Uh, I lost myself in a relation so much relationship so much that I, I forgot what my favorite music was. Yeah. I mean, what fucking dip shit, emotional abuse. And can you, um, can you imagine you're like, Oh, my favorite band must be Imagine dragons now. And you're like, because my girlfriend likes it. No, that's insane. That's mental. That's your trauma that yeah. you stopped listening yeah. to in, in sync yeah. for, for 18 <laughs> yeah. months. Um, so, um, so ba- basically back at the, uh, back at the hotel, it's time to choose the group date, which means whoever isn't mentioned is going on the, the very, uh, desired one-on-one date. Yeah. Uh, every, everybody gets mentioned, including Greer. So she starts crying charity attractive black woman charity is the one who's not mentioned so she's going to go on the one-on-one yep and then she starts feeling like shit and also charity talks weird like what is the way she talks weird where her like she says words and then the lower part of her mouth like stretches out at the side and i don't i can't 
I'd have to hear it again, but she has a, some kind of a weird affectation the way she talks. You're right. It's yeah. like, um, it's almost like, like some of those like Northeastern people that talk and you're like, is that a little Australian? In yeah. There? Or like, yeah. Is, there, is there a little yeah. English? In there? I don't know what that is, but, um, but anyways, um, Gabby gets the rose cause she's relayed this trauma to him. Um, and they get up and I want to say, was, was this, yeah, I want to say the surprise when they get up and they leave all this uneaten food is none other than UB40. Just uh, by far. A reggae, a reggae band yes. uh, flashback to the 80s. Yes. And, but the thing is, they don't have UB40 singing one of their songs. They don't have any. Red, Red Wine? But they don't Red have. Red Wine was theirs. No, that's no. Neil Diamond. They don't. UB40 oh. is a, a, a famous British, like, soft reggae band that is exclusively known for covers. They only okay. cover songs. I did not know that. Yeah. I did not know Red Wine was not there. So. Um, they are doing their classic uh, Elvis tune. I can't help falling in love with you. It's a great song, but it, it was just such a departure. Usually, there's like a an unknown white country, not country band, but this is UB40. Yeah. No, that's they're well known. They've been around oh, yeah. for thirty years, singing an Elvis song yeah. right to them. That was a big hit for them. Um, and Gabby with the uh, you know the quote of the date: "Zach is my king." Yeah, um, yeah. Had to do that. Yeah, had to do the, the Zach is my king. So uh, they got a commercial break, and now the world changes. The Bachelor world is thrown on its fucking, uh, I don't know what you call it, upside down. Yeah. As the women are all dressed up and on the couch and ready for the group date. Yeah. Um, Zach sends a note saying he's a little under the weather. But go ahead and have yourself a good time anyway. So yeah. the women are women are all really upset and they're well, bummed. Yes. And, right. But yeah. they they uh as as our guy Jonesy, you know, Jeff Jones, he follows he listens every week. I keep meaning to ask you, is he is he related to the pederast Jeffrey Jones, Principal Rooney Rooney from uh from Ferris Bueller's Day Off? Are they is that his dad? No. No relation. No, that's probably good. I mean, but, great actor, but also a pederast. But I like. I do. Uh, no relation. First of all, yeah. Jeff Jones. Yeah. He, um, Jonesy. He's a football football coach. A longtime football coach. Oh. And he he uh, went to El Dorado. Oh, Phil he, Nevin. Um, that's in Anaheim, right? Yep. Yeah. Phil Nevin. And, yeah. and no, Placentia. Placentia. Well, um, same difference. Yeah. So, um, as Jonesy points out, these women uh, proceed to do a a. London paint by numbers tourist trap. Like they yeah. slam themselves into a phone booth. Yeah. I've never seen that before. They did the thing to um, the guy. I, I, I'll yeah. be honest. I fast forwarded 90% of this. Try, yeah. Trying to distract the palace guard yes. and how stoic he yep. is. Like they literally just did all yep. the cliched bullshit that, and they went onto the London bridge yeah. and yelled Zach's name. Like they're, they're, it just, it, they are yeah. just starving for fucking content. I'd be here. like, how about how about a pint and a packet of crisps at the pub? You know, like that's what I, I mean. The fuck, I'm like, we can't even shoot today because the bachelor's not here. Let's just go get wasted. Well, that's that's what I kind of asked. Yeah, we'll get to it in a little bit. But yeah. they end up, they do end up at a pub doing shots and 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 beer and you know, charity's back at the hotel in a state of confusion because like 
what if they what if Zach is not well enough in time to go on their one on one date and how how crucial would that be? Um, so Jesse, he walks into the room and he lets the group know. Yeah. Dot, dot, like yeah. suspense filled. Oh, this was great. This was great. <laughs> Zach has tested positive for COVID-19. Yeah. And he's the way he said, he's like, he couldn't even say it because it was just too tragic. He goes, I just want to let you guys know. First of all, he's wearing a sweater with a zipper on it, which is huge. And he's got man tits. He's like, he's like, hey, 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 look, no shame. Look, he's younger than I am. I look younger. But he goes, he goes, uh, I just, I just want to let you guys know that Zach has tested positive for COVID. Like he could, he couldn't say the word COVID because it was too, tra- it's like when somebody has cancer, Zach has tested positive for COVID. That's how he said it. And the problem with The Bachelor and them, them trying to be woke and trying to be, I don't know what you would even call it, left of center about this COVID thing. Yeah. Most of their audience, I think, is our Midwest housewives, Midwest white housewives yeah. that really don't relate to this fucking thing. Like, no. co- they, they treated him having COVID like it was June of 2020. Yeah. It's fucking, it's yeah, February of 2023. Yeah, nobody cares. He is an ex-athlete. He's 26 years yeah. old. Maybe he felt some cold flu-like yeah. symptoms, but. This guy, there's there's no danger here, and they treated it like it was. He demonstrated that athleticism because look, we 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 uh, we downplayed his um, his achievements. We thought he played D three. Sure, sure, it was it was uh, Big West football or whatever their you know Mountain West or whatever conference they're in. But he played at he played at Cal Poly. He played tight end, and uh, he demonstrated his athleticism as much as as hard as it is for me to say anything nice about Zach. He demonstrated his athleticism in that wife carry. Oh no, no doubt the, the guy yeah, could move. Could the guy could move. Yeah, yeah. you could tell. Yeah. Um, After so, testing positive. Yeah. It oh, was, you're clicking um, stuff. Mm-hmm. It yes. was one of those scenes where you're like, um. Again, like you're in the summer of 2020, and you're like, "My God, it's yeah, really like continuing continuing the show." Yes, is second to is he going to live? Yes, I mean that's basically how they treated this. My question to Reality Steve: We had a, a group text discussion last night. It's like yeah. at this point, the show had a decision to make, and they chose they chose the wrong one. Like some guy just tested positive for COVID. Fine, take the necessary precautions. Um, shut down the shoot until he tests positive or until, until he exactly. tests negative, and then just pick up where you left exactly. off. Exactly. Instead, they choose to just continue Horrible. on as if they have like, well, we've only booked this hotel for three nights um, and we can't get out of this. We can't extend the stay. We need to act in the moment as if Zach can't be with these women and they start having fucking remote conversations. The actual rose ceremony is a re- a remote, uh, but v- via Zoom fucking uh, rose Insane. ceremony. Insane. It's just so stupid. And you know, you know, we don't traffic in spoilers. And I was getting caught up last night, and I was watching this, and I'm like, this is so dumb that this guy's sitting in his hotel room talking through a door. Now, 
Can't, can you not get um, COVID-19 through a door? Not that I give a shit, but they were talking through a door. Can COVID-19 not go under doors? I don't know. That's not the point. The point was I texted, I texted our dear friend, Reality Steve Carbone, and I said, hey, Reality, I go, how long did this guy quarantine for? And she, he goes, I think about five days. So yeah. just stop and restart. Act like it's the next day. It, That's exactly. all you got to do. Yeah. But, and but. Then- they wanted they wanted to virtue signal COVID nineteen. Okay, go on. Sorry. They they basically wanted to yeah. tell the rest of the world yeah. that don't don't forget this thing hasn't gone away. Yeah. You know, get get your vaccine tomorrow because Zach Shawcross, if Zach Shawcross could get it, then any of you can get it. It was just so I, I felt I, I felt condescended and talked down to. But I will say this, um, you know, uh, Katie, who's I guess the yeah. next nurse. She's the one who uh, went out outside the boundaries, was proactive. She got like a, a, um, a gift basket and went to Zach's room. As you mentioned, they talked through the door and whatnot. And, but they have Katie saying off camera before that, that finding out that Zach had COVID literally crushed me. Yeah, I know. She's, yes. She's literally crushed. It's like when Yosemite Sam or, or better example, it's like when the, um, the coyote gets run over by that steamroller out there in the the, desert. Yeah. Or the, or the anvil. Yeah. The anvil. Yes. Yeah. The anvil. It literally crushed. Literally crushed. That that he had a, a, a flu and almost no symptoms and is a healthy middle, you know, 26 guy. Yeah. Um, he, there was also this thing where Jesse told the ladies that um, missing missing a week with all of you women is Zach's worst nightmare. And then you're oh thinking to yourself, worst nightmare? Like yeah. there are a lot of things yeah. that could be in in your worst. Imagine nightmare. imagine like getting imagine. Have you seen The Revenant? Yeah, getting um, mauled by a, yeah, a grizzly. Yeah, getting mauled by a grizz- grizzly and then left alive to die in a there. freezing cold forest. That is That would be a worse nightmare than getting COVID on a TV show in a five-star hotel in London. Yeah, and having 15 beautiful women waiting right. for you. Wait, only yes. Ga- only gaining sympathy yeah. from these. Waiting, to be, the, waiting to be the first to milk you post-COVID-19 recovery. I don't know about the grizzly bear is one thing, but there was a movie in the seventies. Oh, and I want to say it was either. Yeah, yeah, but you probably saw it. It was either Scanners or Coma. Those uh were those were two of the horror movies in the seventies. That there was a scene in there where uh, a woman went went swimming, and Uh she was underwater. Yeah, and whatever happened, where a glass shut on top of the water Jesus, and she was just stuck yes. under the water yeah. and she drowned yeah, horrible horrible to me, that's awful that, that's, that's much worse. worse that's much worse than getting COVID-19 in 2023 with 15 beautiful women waiting for me. I used to I used to have a fear that Jason if I was swimming in a pool I used to have a fear that Jason Voorhees would come up from the bottom of the pool somehow and and grab my leg and handcuff my leg to the steps so I couldn't you know like the ladder so I couldn't get reach the surface that would be that would be much worse than having covid while eight chicks waited down the hall to sex you 
So the one unmentioned thing in this entire thing, like if the bachelor is going to is going to do this virtue signaling thing, like still get your COVID vaccine. Oh no, we're not. We can't keep going back to. to no, 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 I'm just saying. Okay. No, no, I'm, yes. I'm just saying that if they're going to do that, then why don't you fucking mention the fact that yeah. this guy was making out with Gabby yeah. the night before he got COVID? That's true. That's true. He was. Yeah. He was. He was swapping saliva. Yeah. With Gabby yeah. the night before he got COVID, they don't even mention that. They don't mention that, you know, just 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 in case you're wondering, Gabby's been tested and she's negative. Yeah. Like they, they just kind of leave it out there. I'm like, surprised. The I'm surprised they didn't say something like uh, Gabby got nine boosters the day before. And that's why <laughs> she didn't, yeah. despite making out with um that despite making out with what's his name zach that's why she didn't die of covid because the her 11 boosters kept her from dying exactly yeah so, we should have brought that what, up but then greer so, gets covid spoiler alert greer who's got a t- t- tattoo of a teacup because she loves tea so much she comes down with covid and then they don't even really mention it they go oh yeah well, greer has covid see you later at the very beginning of the next episode, they mentioned it in passing. Yeah. So that was the irony of the whole thing is that Greer was so fucking pissed off that she didn't go on the date to make out with him yep. for an entire day. Yep. Gabby doesn't get COVID, but Greer somehow does. Um, but the Jesse says, we're going to do something that's never been done in Bachelor history. We're going to have a virtual cocktail party followed by a virtual rose ceremony. Yeah. It's and so dumb. It's awful. It's, so it's dumb. It's awful. Um, you have a bunch. I'm watching bunch the tra- I'm watching calls. the trailer for Coma, um, which starring Michael Douglas, by the way, a young Michael Douglas. And I'll be honest, it looks terrifying, although I don't see the pool scene that you're talking about. It could be Scanners. Look, One of those I'm looking 70s at Scanners also, movies. yeah. Oh, Jennifer O'Neill was in Scanners. She was a, she was a big hottie in the um, late 70s, early 80s. Okay, continue. Um. Oh, Michael wow. Ironside from Top Gun. Okay, go on. I, I, I killed your train of thought. Ah. Yeah. Um, anyways, it was yeah. one of those 70s horror movies that I saw as a kid, and I that was my worst nightmare. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, well, Zach had so, a worse, worse nightmare. Yeah. That's okay. That's, you know, look, you can't judge him. You don't, he needs to be seen, Jason. And so you're not seeing him by by downplaying his worst nightmare when mine would be ha- having just like a part of me bitten off by a white shark and I still live. <laughs> you know, that would be my worst nightmare. So as they're having these this virtual cocktail party, which was really lame, it was Greer, Greer had all this anxiety about it. Like, I haven't even had anyone in one time. What am yeah. I going to say to him over Zoom I know. in this five-minute window? And then she, like, makes some reference to, like, he says something like this is very difficult for me. And she says something like it's, it would be kind of, I remember I got COVID during the fourth quarter of my, oh of my, my God. uh, oh my God, of my, my sales, my I sales lost, job. I lost my mind. So I, I so I understand yep. the pressure that you're feeling. Yep. And he went total fucking pussy. And he was like, uh, I'm looking for my wife here. What? Uh, this has nothing to do with the sales fourth quarter thing. What uh, a bitch. He was such yeah. a bitch because she was trying to empathize with him. And she goes, I know what it's like. And she even says, I think it's not the same. She goes, I know what it's like, though, 
to be frustrated and have goals and not be able to do the things you need to do because you have COVID because I got COVID at the end of the year when I'm trying to hit all my numbers in my sales job. And he's like, it's not really the same. I'm looking for my wife here. I'm looking for my best friend. What a, <laughs> what a fucking baby. It's, yeah, it no, actually it was- is. It isn't the same. Her thing was much more serious because it's her livelihood. You will uncovid and get back to your game show right after this. Don't worry about it. It's not even close to as serious as what her situation is because she's trying to make a buck. And yet he made her feel small. He made her feel like an asshole. And then she got COVID. Yeah. So she was having a bad episode anyways, because she is the biggest fan of tea and didn't get the one-on-one date. Now she was anxious about this one conversation because she didn't know how to manage it. Then it goes poorly. Yeah. And then now she's feeling bad that it went poorly and she gets COVID. Yeah. Just a shitty ass uh, episode for Greer. Now they get to the virtual rose ceremony and he saves Greer. He gives her a rose at the end. Kylie and Mercedes. So Mercedes, she keeps getting a rose and keeps getting episodes. But Mercedes got a total of like eight seconds on camera this entire season. Um, Kylie was member. Kylie was the, the NBA dancer who went into the friend zone because she's the one who turned on, who told him about the villain last episode, which ensures you that you're going to get a rose, but you're not long for the show. So Kylie got let go uh, of this show. They leave London. Um, They toast virtually, which was just disgusting and hard to watch. On to Estonia. Yeah. Um, I'm not familiar with where Estonia is. I haven't even looked it up on a map. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Is Luka Doncic from Estonia? Uh, okay. No, you know, know who's from Estonia? The other guy that you that was on the Mavericks and got traded to the Bullets. He's real tall. That was, was drafted by Phil Jackson. He was on the Knicks. Yes, what's his name? Yeah, I forget, but yes. I do know that uh, the, Jokic, Jokic, Jokic oh, that guy is uh, Serbian. He's Serbian. Well, that's not He's Estonia. Estonia is one of the Baltics. Oh, okay. Well, no, Serbia is uh, in the Baltics too. Oh, Ser- Serbia is formerly Yugoslavia. Right. Yeah. No, it's different. All right. A couple yep. uh, white guys talking about the Baltic region. I'll and find out. No I'll f- about. Estonia anyway. looks nice, though, other than it was freezing. And they made, of course, they made them wear short dresses and it was like below zero. But other than that, if, it looked delightful. But the dollar goes a long way there. If Let's put it this way. If, the Bachelor producer's intent was to make Estonians look like idiots. Yeah, they, they did, did a that. pretty good they job. Like, Do you like sauna? Do you yeah, sauna? They, I sauna. Do you sauna? It, they they made them look fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Um, yep. So new episode. Zach is back from COVID. Um, yeah. Greer Greer's on the sidelines because she has COVID. Yep. Um, but the one-on-one date goes to charity because remember she was given the one-on-one date last last episode. Yep. But but couldn't do it, so now she gets it. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Zach walks into the room, and this is the crux of the entire controversy. Okay. Zach walks into the room of all women. That's they right. haven't seen him because he has COVID. He sits in the middle of the couch. It's very awkward. They're to get them all in the same shot. 
he says some very boring stuff about it's great to be back with you guys. Yep. Real corny shit. And then Kat. Okay, now Kat is the woman who's much too good for him. She's much better looking. No, she's a plant. She's cat is a plant. She's, she's way too hot for him. She's, she would never be interested in him. She's, she's has, she looks bored that she's there. And there's, she's just like you have said for many, many seasons. She's a, she's a paid actress. It's interesting. I, I usually am pretty good at identifying the paid yeah, actresses. Yeah. I didn't have cat at that. Her, I, so Kat. is so is the one. So is the Stonehenge one. What's her name? Aaliyah. Ah, okay. No, um, who? What's her name? I know I got it wrong. Stonehenge. The one Brooklyn, I like. The one I like. One is a rodeo rider. Yep. No, the one that's uh, Ariel. Ariel. She's uh, also an actress. Okay. Continue. Stonehenge, Easter yeah. Island, and Stonehenge. Yes. Yeah. Same diff. Um, yeah. So cat says, Zach, can I steal you as he's sitting with the women mm-hmm. and about to walk out the door with charity. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Kat says, could I steal you? Which was kind of, it's out of protocol. Like he's there to take charity on the one-on-one. Yep. Cat, cat takes him away and just wants to touch base, tell him that she misses him. And this is where cat and ego and, and narcissism and Gen Z all, all, collaborate into one totally cat thinks that she is entitled to touch base with zach because he's had covid i love this this was great she she thinks that she yeah is entitled to be with him because uh because he had covid yeah even though there's there's 10 other women in the in the room yeah she pulls him away she went and took it and she pulls him away and they're talking in in the uh in the hallway yeah. and she starts she starts to kiss him. Yeah, she's there she's there to win. She's not there to make friends. And what does Zach say? What does Zach say? I like the initiative. I like yeah. that you took initiative. Because he's an idiot. So, yeah. So uh Zach walks back to the couch to get charity and every all the women notice the lip gloss on his lips. This is oh. a big oh. a major I must have fast forwarded through that. Yeah. I didn't catch that part. <laughs> well fast forwarding through it means you meant you miss Brooklyn no, I saw bring that. Spoke, yeah, she said she, she said she was classless. You're classless. You're tacky. Yeah, so yeah, she, she's she jealous. Was like, you literally kissed a guy before he took another woman on a date. Yeah, in a vacuum, like yeah, in the real world. Look, that that makes no sense. But on a game show, bachelor, yeah, in the Bachelor, it's almost kind of an accepted thing. Like it is. you're with the other guy, you're gonna kiss him. That's yeah. what they do. Yeah, um, Cat feels attacked. By Brooklyn, she Brooklyn. Does, yeah. I, I will get. I'll give Brooklyn this. Like, this is like a dog on a bone. She, she's not going to let this fucking thing go. Nope. She, yeah, she, she doesn't fuck around. Remi- yeah, she keeps reminding Cat to to her face, which is to her credit. To her face, she keeps telling her like that was bullshit. You ruined uh, Charity's moment yeah. there, and Cat e- was like, "Get the fuck away!" Even from me. E- yeah, even later when they attempt to make up at the cocktail party. Um, Brooklyn insinuates herself to between them and the makeup and she's and makes um and ruins the ruins the moment. Yes. So um so the the subtext of this is that charity's gonna get the one on one date and then they're gonna have a group date and then there's gonna be another one on one date. Well, the person that plays the role of like Greer last episode 
the person that has to be overly Everyone's upset hurt. Yep. that she's not getting a one-on-one date is um, Jess. Now, Jess, poor Jess. It looks like she's seventeen, yeah, she, and well, with her hair with her hair pulled back, she looks like she's twelve. Yeah, why is she thirteen? Why she, Why is there a thirteen-year-old on The Bachelor? She claims to be twenty-three, still too uh, young. But she she does lose her mind in this episode. Yeah. Like she she has a mental breakdown. Yes, and basically like verifies Zach not really no. wanting her on the show. No, this anymore. is what they do to people. This is abusive. There's this is there's several women that they've abused already this season. The uh, the producers of this show they should be charged criminally for what they do to these poor women. It's awful. It's it, these every single one of these girls has a story about being emotionally abused or physically abused by a previous partner of theirs. They should they should be they should point right at the camera and go. And also that guy right there behind the camera, he's made me feel like shit because it's uh, the producers abuse these women. And so um, so Jess is is going to be the the story of this episode. She just doesn't understand why she hasn't been given a one on one date. If you have to ask yes. that question, yep. we, we can't help you. Yeah. There's a reason why. Yeah, because it's to make you feel bad. He yeah. doesn't think your wife material. Yeah. And yeah. that's what you, you just need to, at that point, ride it out and enjoy the free foreign travel but on The Bachelor's Dime. He doesn't get to pick. He's not picking. We don't think The Bachelor picks who he does the dates with. It's, this is production. And production's like, Jess is 23. She looks 14. She's fragile. Let's make her the most fragile. And if we don't give her, if we make her the last one to get on one on one date, she'll probably have a breakdown, which will be great for TV. That's what they're thinking. <laughs> this, Zach didn't know who she was. So um, neither did I, so, to be honest. I think I think Charity gets a short, short end of a stick on the one on one date. Like, yeah. They walk up to this Estonia tradition of wife carrying wife, wife racing. I would dominate where, this, by the way. Where the man puts the woman, I, how do you even put it? Like it's over their shoulders, yeah. but the woman's Reverse. head is in, is in the guy's ass. Yeah, underneath the man's ass, you'd bouncing be, off of his ass as he's running. You'd be pretty good at this because you are pretty athletic and you have a very light girlfriend who's also very strong, which no, is what you good, need. Yeah, you would be good, good at point. this. Yeah. Now, to make it politically correct, they had these women wearing helmets. I know for a, I know for a fact yeah. that Estonia, if you take away the cameras, they don't yeah, have fucking no, no. they don't have helmets no. for the fucking no. women. No, and they also it that. was it was like a hockey, it was like a Jofa. It was like it would look like yeah. Mario Lemieux would wear it. Like it's very thin, <laughs> you know. It's not barely even strapped on. Like it's 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 yeah. a it's a uh, helmet in name only. Yeah. So they have Zach do an obstacle course against an Estonian with another wife. Yeah, he, he, he blows fucking, him away. He just, yeah, he just, he just fucking crushes. Now this I guy. will say this: the guy is more experienced, but there has to be age groups for this because Zach is twenty five years younger than the dude he goes up against. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, but I do feel for Charity. Like, there's nothing in that competition for her. No, she it really has isn't. to fucking no. be on the shoulders of a man with her face. Uh, bouncing and, off his ass, and again, again, people may not see this, but I'm I'm looking at this. I'm looking at the forest for the trees here. The this is another low key way to abuse the contestants because what 
Charity gets Charity gets all done up to go on a date. She looks good. She curls her hair. What do they do? They yeah. put a fucking helmet on her, make her hang upside down from a dude who's all sweaty and disgusting. <laughs> her face is in his ass. You know, you know how you want to feel your best. You want to feel your yeah. most confident. Do you think after being subjected to that wife carry, her hair's all ruined, her makeup's all fucked up? Do you, do you think she feels her best after that? No. And that's, do you think that's an accident? Of course not. It, it was, it was really sad for her. It um, was terribly sad. You almost as sad as that weird affectation in the way she talks. That's, that's <laughs> a real the, bummer. Um, so between scenes on this one-on-one date, they keep going back to the hotel and Brooklyn, our rodeo rider just yeah. keeps, keeps at cat yeah. for what she Won't did let it go. To, to charity. Like, Won't let it go. She, she really is fucking getting in her face about this. And Kat's like, just get this chick away from me. Um, Zach summed up the uh, wife carrying race with, I mean, we're just having a blast. Yeah, you yeah. are. Yeah. You were having a blast. Um, Charity, as I said, over uneaten food. Yeah. Uh, which is code for when they don't eat food and then they tell something yeah. awful about yep. their background to yep. secure a road. Charity's life trauma is that she was an emotionally abusive relationship. Yeah. She got cheated on. She starts to cry. And in a moment where he tries to relate to her, he does tell her, I got lost in a relationship too. I didn't even know what my favorite music yeah. was. Forgot He forgot that the chain smokers were his favorite band. Do you, do you notice, do you make anything of this? Is it purely coincidental? But now that we've got in gotten we're we're balls deep in the in the woke and women's empowerment and all all things that I support. No longer it is. It seems like it has been quite a while since we've had a contestant fired during a one on one date. It always used to be during the season. At least one girl would not come back from a one on one. And it doesn't seem like that happens anymore because you come on. You explain your life trauma. He supports you. And then he goes, I'm feeling a strong connection. Hands are roast. By the way, he's told every girl he has a strong connection with them and that they're one of the front runners. That's, that can't that's be true. One the, that's one of the notes that I made. Yep. By the end yep. by the end here, when, he's, when he has to not give somebody a rose, he's made a connection with every single yeah. woman. Yeah. If you, if, if you kind of like eight girls, you like zero girls. Yeah. Because there's always <laughs> right. going to be one person that stands out. That, that's why... Our queen, Claire Crowley, we got to give it up to her because she couldn't continue the show because she couldn't pretend that she didn't like one guy best. And they all like one person best. Yes. Yeah. So um, and and by the way, to your point, it's all become formulaic. Like, yeah, you're kidding. I've I've made this point many times on this podcast. Yeah. Every single woman. Yeah. Now on The Bachelor has grown up watching The Bachelor. Like, yes, they know. That if they get to the uneaten yes. food, they better start fucking pouring their guts out about something bad. Yep. yep. That 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 um, it makes getting a rose almost um, almost what do you call it? Uh, um, um, uh, necessary or no, whatever. Um, so cut up a given. It's a given. yes. So, uh, yes. So remember, perfunctory. Jess, no. Okay. Go on. There, Jess is again the 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 pity the subject of pity in this episode. So they go back to the house. They read the group date announcement. Everybody's mentioned except for Ariel. Yeah, yeah. So she gets the one on one. What does Jess do as soon as Ariel is not mentioned? She's, what does Jess do? Yeah. 
starts crying. Now, now why don't they get mad at Jess like they do right at away. Christina for ruining yeah. Ariel's yeah. moment of getting a one-on-one? Yep. Never, yeah. haven't, haven't mentioned it since Christina that someone is showing the thunder of the person that gets a one-on-one. Uh, so Jess is really upset, and she just she starts to get inside her head and you start to see the early uh, yeah. framework of a mental breakdown, yes. which gets her kicked off the show. Now, yes. um, Kat starts to address the incident. She uh, she says, like, I don't really want to have this linger in the group date. And she starts to talk to, uh, to the group about it. And Brooklyn bre- breaks in um, and points out that, oh, now you don't want any awkwardness. Of course, when it was Charity's moment, you had yeah, no problems ruining right. her thunder. But now you don't want any awkwardness because of it's a group date. It was actually a pretty good. Yeah. Uh, it was pretty uh, pretty smart of, of Brooklyn. But Brooklyn just won't fucking let this chick um, go on. This. Brooklyn's a great agitator. She's not going to win the show and she's not no. going to be the bachelorette. But she she's going to be a great, uh, yeah. great contestant on what's the one we like where they're at the beach bachelor in paradise. She'll be good on that. Kat says to her, it just sounds like you're saying things to hurt my feelings. Yeah, she is. And, she is. And, and Brooklyn says this yeah. to her face, by the way. Yeah. If the shoe fits. Yeah. Lace that bitch up. Yeah. Yeah. To her face. Brooklyn doesn't fuck around. No, she's great. No, I like uh, that, that. Yeah. That was some good shit talking. So, yeah. um, so the group, the group date is weird. It's some weird Estonia culture where they meet a, a witch. The witch says that she's been doing witchcraft the, for 20 years. The like witch shit is really weird. Um, the whole thing was weird. And then randomly they're doing some weird candle seance and all of a sudden Jess's candle comes out, goes out. You cannot tell me that there wasn't some producer standing to the side with one of those battery operated fans that you use to cool off your coffee in the eighties. You know what I'm talking about? She had one where you just hit the button and she's like, that your, that that your grandma uses when she's getting hot flashes. They blew that candle out. And again, Cause Jess to have yet another breakdown in her pink beanie, because because the because the witch said, "Look into each other's eyes through this flame, yeah. and as long as the flame is is yes. uh, stays alive, yes. you know your hearts are, are." And then all of a sudden, Jess's flame goes out. So she should she should really sue the producers, honestly. Like she has a case. That wasn't before she. I mean, she's been up in her feelings the entire yeah. day. They yeah. keep going. She's to her thirteen. Yeah. And she she says on off camera, she says, nothing has ever prepared me for this competing yeah. with yeah. other women for a man. At like, least she knows she's on a game show. Kind of what what would prepare you for this in real life? This is a this is a total outlier. Yeah, you're never going to compete with 10 women for one man. This no. is a game show that yeah. you signed up for. And for whatever reason, along the way, you've lost the concept and the format of the show. And at one point she does say, I know what I signed up for, but that's, they probably made really? her say that. So yeah. yeah, they probably made her say that. So she can't sue. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so we get to the, um, the cocktail hour after the witch. Um, and I, I wrote down in these notes, um, he steals Katie, uh, some gibberish. And then they make out, yeah. he steals Gabby, some, uh, lame talk. And then they make out, Um, and then it's Jess's turn. So here's the drama of the, of the episode, if not the drama of the season, Jess 
is going to confront him about not including her on a one-on-one date. Yeah. Like why hasn't, why hasn't she been on a one-on-one I, date yet? I would, I would take quibble with that. She's not even necessary. She's not really confronting him. She's just, uh, she's just explaining her journey where she's like, Hey, this has been hard. Cause I didn't get picked for one of these until last. And that kind of gets you up in your own head. And he's like, what are you talking about? I, th- I thought we had a connection. And then he like a little bitch, his little bitch, baby, pussy fucking feelings get hurt because she's expressing a real emotion about how it sucks to not get picked. Yeah. Yes. I didn't, I didn't find her confrontational. That said, I was kind of fast forwarding, but Hey, maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. It's interesting. You take that side. I, I take the other. So, um, you know, she was just basically like, it's just really been hard because you haven't chosen me for the one-on-one date. And like in Jess's mind, the one-on-one date is the penultimate experience where you could really get to know somebody. Yeah. And you can't make a connection with the subject at any other time in the entire show yep. other than the one-on-one date. That That's her mindset. And when she starts to tell him that she's not feeling great about that, he says, um, uh, well, that's important to me because, you know, that's news to me. Uh, I, I think we I just want to let you know that I think our connection is strong. And she really wasn't having it. She was basically she kept trying to tell him and convince him that yeah. this one on one date is a really big deal. And you haven't chosen me for that yet. And like Zach can't give away the the secrets of the show and say, I have to carry a certain number of people through to each episode. And there are a certain number of girls or women that I'm not going to marry, but I brought you along because you're, you're fun to be with. And this is a fucking game show. And he can't say that. So instead there's this weird fucking thing where she try, she keeps trying to get her point across that the one-on-one date is very important to him and then at some point he just gives her that look like, okay. Yeah. Yes. You're, you're crazy. Yeah. You're crazy. And this is going nowhere. And at that point, he's just like, um, after just telling her five minutes ago, he's like, Jess, I have a lot of confidence in us. Five minutes later, he says, uh, you know what? Um, I don't know if I have any confidence in us right now. Um, uh, and, and they basically just kind of like, mutually agree yep. to part ways, um, which leaves Zach in this situation where he has to break up with a, with somebody that he knows is a friend of all the women back at the couch. Yep. So, so he basically says, um, you know, I, uh, I, I think we should, I, I, let me walk you out. And she's in the limousine or the the SUV, and she says on camera, um, I want to be chosen right away. This is what she says. Mm. I want to be chosen right away. Should I I not want to feel needed by the person I want to marry? Of course. And and my, my answer to that is, if this show was called Trying to Find Jess a Husband. Yes. You could you could say that. Oh, you're anti Jess in this. No, I'm pro Jess here. How could you ever take Zach's side? He's such a dullard. It's called The Bachelor. That's like, true. You yes. don't understand in this misogynistic format. That's true. Your your feelings don't really matter. She knows what you, she signed up for. 
Right. Yeah. She knows what she signed up for, yeah. and she just doesn't – for whatever reason, she lost track of what the format of the show is. So anyways, uh, Zach says goodbye to her. He's got to go back to the couch and, like, be kind of diplomatic here because he doesn't want to look like an asshole, but he's like, look, I know she's your friend, but – and you deserve this explanation, but we just kind of mutually decided to for her to leave. Yeah. And all the women are shocked, and – Instead of like making the moment easier and fucking giving away a rose, I'm sure he was told this by the producers. Yeah. <laughs> he says, um, I'm just not feeling it tonight. I'm not going to give away a rose. Such a baby. He's such yeah. a baby. Just yeah. adding yeah. to the drama and the women yeah. feeling bad about this. I'm just not going to give it. Why, why couldn't well, you give away a rose? He had like, to act hurt because all the girls like Jess. Like he doesn't, yeah. you, there is a balance there because you don't want to turn all, you turn everyone against you. So he has to act like he's not a huge asshole pussy, even though he is. And so he has to ask, like he was hurt by just, he's just, oh, I just wasn't expecting that. And you know, I know she's your friend. And just, so just, I, you know, I can't, it's not, it's not a dig on you guys, but I just, you know, there's not going to be any roses tonight. Uh, it is very characteristic, very on brand for Gen Z to when things don't go their way, then they're overwhelmed. Like, yeah, we've seen this. We saw this last year with what's her name? The yeah. blonde from last season who did it with Gabby. Yeah. Like she wanted to make sure that she dictated yeah. the exit of guys. Oh, but yeah. if, the, yeah. if the guy has dictated the exit, yeah. Then, then she was just overwhelmed. Like right. she didn't even know how to handle it's that. Bad look for her. Yeah, and yeah. that's that's Zach in this moment. Like he's yeah. so confused about what just happened, and basically Jess was the one who kind of dictated the whole thing, and he's just overwhelmed. He yeah. has he doesn't have the maturity to handle the moment, yeah. so he doesn't he give sucks. away a rose, which I, I don't him. know what the he's fuck that means. So yeah, so the next day is Ariel and her yeah. uh, sauna. Yeah, they're gonna sauna. go to a fucking. They go to a sauna. Go to a, yeah, and, yeah, and a sauna Mm -hmm. and somewhere along the way they learn that it's a nudist sauna. Yep. Um, There wasn't a lot of nudity other than two people. Right. And they, and they probably weren't even nude. They just did that thing like they do on the, um, on bachelor in paradise where they just cover up their thong with a box, you know, that's, that's the thing. Like in this day and age, I said to Christina, I said, can they compel you to get naked on camera? No, but and, there's there's and, plenty of people that would volunteer for it. And or yeah, yeah. can you compel two people in this day and age to look at other naked people? Like no. any any of this could be under the yeah. umbrella of sexual harassment. Yeah, well there's sign so, in a lot of stuff. Right, exactly. Yeah. So they have two like like I don't know, sixty plus year old people walk into the sauna mm-hmm. naked. Yep. These two fucking 20 year olds, 20 plus year olds act like typical Americans and they start giggling yeah. and they can't have a conversation without fucking laughing. Uh, bad look for Americans in the sauna. Yep. Then they go out, then they go out to the hot tub again, you know, Ariel just falling out of this bikini and she looks great and they're making out the bikini and then the six, the same two 60 year old nude people yeah. walk into yeah. the hot tub. So it's like yep. this nudist colony or nudist sauna with two naked people. Yep. Um, for whatever reason, I don't know if you noticed this. Yeah. 
but they had uneaten food yeah. in like the middle of the afternoon. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, it was, and it was freezing. And even Zach, I'm surprised they left it in. He's like, nothing better than cold charcuterie. It was like 12 degrees outside and they're, yeah, and they're and eating the- frozen prosciutto. <laughs> yeah. They weren't eating shit, by the way. Yeah. It's uneaten food. Yeah. But, um, but like, Zach is just overwhelmed by Ariel. Like she's so much, she's too much woman. She's so much on the next level than yep. him that he just can't quite believe it. And she, he's like this, she can be it. I yeah. mean, she, she, he just doesn't quite realize that she's not in his league and she's placating him. Well, she, um, she made a big play to be the bachelorette and she might be the bachelorette. Cause even they, even they're setting her up for that because after the date, she looks right at the camera and she's like, I'm just so sick of being lonely. That's it's, the same. And look, Ariel lives in New York City. I can't imagine that she has she has an issue uh, filling out her date card. I think she, I'm well, sure she does okay. It, according to her, she is lonely a lot, yeah. and it kind of reminds me of the thirst traps that we see. On yeah. the day of Valentine's, yeah. I noticed this a couple weeks ago where yeah. these I, these IG influencers, these like these these IG models, yeah. they go on IG and they're like, I guess I'm just going to be alone tonight. And they're like on a couch and then they're like eating strawberries. And it's oh, very this, sexual. I haven't like, seen this. I don't know. I, guess, I don't I think we're I'm, following the same accounts. I guess I'm just going to be alone tonight yeah. just to get all the fucking their yeah. followers to like it and, and yeah. comment on it and. Um, yeah, she's kind of doing that. Ariel's kind of doing that. Like it, she would it, ever, like she would no. ever spend five fucking minutes with this guy if it wasn't on Correct. TV. Correct. Yeah. So, um, so th- she plays it right. She gets her rose. Her trauma was very um, tame. Something about an ex made her feel not yeah. worthy. Yes. I mean, just. I know. It, it, I, all these women make it sound like they're the only people that have ever had yeah. a bad relationship. Yeah, I like, know. Yeah. That, you know, that relation really, that relationship really set me back. Yep. It made me rethink who I am. Yep. It's like, yep. dude, we've all been dumped yep. many times. We've all had shitty relationships. Oh. Deal yeah. with it. Yeah. Well, she, uh, so she doesn't, she gets a rose. So then how does this wrap up this episode? So, um, yeah. They go to the uh, cocktail, and this these are my notes. Um, he pulls Allie, makes out with her. He pulls Gabby, eats pancakes, yeah. they make out. Yeah. He pulls Brooklyn. Oh, they hold make on, out. hold on. I yeah. thought of you. I even mentioned. <laughs> I even mentioned to my beautiful girlfriend Cheyenne while we're watching this. First of all, she said she had the she had the line of the night when she was like she was like I can't believe you're watching this knowing exactly what's going to happen, but yet somehow you're still surprised. And I look, I, I had to wear that because she was right. But then and then but then I go, oh my god, Jason's going to hate this because they're wrapping something up in a tiny in a tiny pancake. Yeah, and then one and then it's like jam. It's like something gooey, maybe yep. Nutella. And the, and they wrap it up, and the pancake is the, like a smaller than a silver dollar. They wrap it up, and it's like falling apart. And then one puts it in their mouth, and the other person bites a little bit off of it, off the other person's mouth. What? What is the just, reasoning for that? Just disgusting. Disgusting. It's, it's just, nobody wants to see that. I, no. I don't know why they fucking do that shit. I know. But everyone I don't know hates why it. They, I don't know why had they have things to eat on yeah. these like little one on one times in the cocktail party, anyways. Like, yep. These people have, he's going to make out with three more chicks and you're, you're fucking eating. Disgusting. 
So um, yeah, they the should much is- like much like when they have the overnights and you see the shoes on the bed. And I've always said, show him hit it with a little Listerine. <laughs> show him brush the teeth. You should show him and 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 for just for hygienic purposes, you should show they should show him cleanse his mouth between makeouts. It's disgusting. So in between him making out with everybody, um, cat pulls charity yeah. and wants to have the yeah. talk. Yep. So cat basically is in the middle of saying, I kind of stand by what I did with Zach uh, right before your one-on-one date because he had had COVID and I, I hadn't seen him. Yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. she's still going with that yeah. one. Yeah. I, I had, I hadn't seen him. No, I'm, so te- I'm team cat I, here. Yeah. I'm team cat yeah. here. She yeah. went for it. She's on a game show. She yeah. went for it. She has nothing to yeah. apologize for. Yeah. And that's fine. But yeah. I just find it's funny that, she thinks she's the only one in the room who hadn't seen him when all of them hadn't seen them, but she's using that as an excuse. So as she's talking to charity and saying, I don't really apologize for what I did. Uh, Brooklyn storms in and, and starts to gang up on cat and cat just walks out of the room. Like fucking I'm sick of the shit. So um, Zach pulls cat in and it's like, man, something's a little off about you. You know, I noticed on our one-on-one date, something's a little disconnect. There's a little disconnect. Am I, am I reading that wrong? And to Kat's credit, like she could have like started like this thing where Brooklyn is, is harassing me yeah. being a bully yep. and gotten Brooklyn canceled. Yep. Kat, Kat fucking actually had a really thoughtful answer in this moment. Yep. She's like, look, look, I'm really having an issue navigating the group thing especially now that we're down to this many women and, but I, but I still value every single minute with you. Like she, yep. she took the high road, did not bring in the drama and she made, she made a pretty good case for herself. Except that she's lying because uh, no, because there's no way right. she has any interest in the Zach guy whatsoever. <laughs> right. So she, she just she's, wants to get the road. Yeah. She's trying to pivot. She's hoping like Jared Leto watches the bachelor or something so she can, or one of the Jonas brothers. <laughs> yeah. So um so that's the drama is that this gets down to Kat not thinking she she might yep. not get a rose cuz she doesn't know if if Brooklyn or yep. Charity has sold her out to Zach. Yeah. So um, this is Kat's villain arc by the way. She gets kicked off next week, I guarantee yeah. it. Go on. So um they have Brooklyn on off camera saying that she's feeling really confident in her connection with Zach. And then I'm thinking, wait a minute. That's usually a, that's usually a bad sign. Like that means the Bachelor's about to not give her a rose. So they get down to uh cat and Allie and cat gets a rose. Yeah. The only person who didn't get a rose is Allie. And here's the problem with that. For the second week in a row, this fucking guy yep. has made out with a woman yeah. and reassured, reassured <laughs> yeah, her of their, of their relationship to be a problem. And then didn't give her a rose. If I'm if I'm like the parents of yes. these women, I'm Disgusting. thinking that's fucking bullshit. Yes. Like, yes. Why did you make out with them? Why did you yep. reassure them that they were they were good? And then she doesn't get a rose. And Allie, to her credit, doesn't even bring that up. And she's just like, man, I hope you find the yeah. one that you're looking for. Yeah. But I think that's bullshit. Like I don't remember that always being the case. Yes. No, I don't think so either. Um, he's de- he's definitely look. Remember when it was a big deal when Ben Higgins, total fucking zero, loser, right. fucking, he's like some boring white guy from Indiana that sells software, <laughs> that that was like a sex symbol. But remember, it was a whole deal because he told JoJo and, 
Lauren that he loved both of them. And it was like, you can't do that. Well, how, how is that any worse than this Zach telling eight girls they're in the lead? Like that, that, that they're safe. He's basically like, Hey, you're safe. I, I really feel a connection with you. He's, he's, he's leading all of them on unless he's, he's yeah. such a moron that he can't tell which one he likes best at this point. By the way, credit to you, man. Yeah. I always tell you that yeah. you, you remember names. But like, no, I, don't. I literally forget yeah. names after we've done an episode. I forgot Ariel. No, but yeah. Lauren. Bushnell. You, yeah. You remember fucking Lauren out of, of all of these Lauren Bushnell. My God, yeah. I would have never come up with that. I don't ever. even know if that was the same season, by the way, uh, Jason, no, it is. It Jason, is. Jason, tell me, what are your thoughts on? Uh, how, how do you feel about Christina Smigun Vall? Because she's the famous Estonian female cross country skier. There's also Jelena Globova. She's a uh, Estonian figure skater it turns out how about yuri tam you know yuri tam he's the former estonian hammer thrower do you know him because because <laughs> luka Doncic and uh and the other lithuanian guy are not from estonia actually no one you've ever heard of is from estonia my mistake did you look it up on a map like where what is it next to it's up there at the top it's it's like oh, a wow. crop it's like across from finland right across from helsinki yeah yeah yeah, Holy it's across shit. from those three, the three Scandinavian ones up there. Wow. Okay, so so where do we leave it? That's it. So uh, okay. we're we're d- we're done with Estonia. Uh, Allie has been given her papers. Yeah. But now, but next week, I think we have more cat and Brooklyn uh, rivalry. Did Did anyone else? Did anyone else make anything of the fact that he kicked up? There were four black girls two weeks ago, and then in in and then in two episodes. He um, single-handedly. Um, they're down to one. Ran. He, it was two black girls and then one black girl. They're, they're down to one. Yeah. And oh, by the it's way, nothing. And, the, yeah. and the tease for next week, Greer is back. Greer's back. And by the way, my prediction: Greer wins the Bachelor. This is their. <laughs> this is their arc. Let, let me tell you what's what's happened. They've had this moment. They had this tough moment where he was a huge asshole to her. And now it's like, hey, we've been through a rough time, but we know our love can endure, blah, blah, blah. Greer wins the bachelor. I got Greer winning. Do you, uh, Jason, we have a we have a voicemail. Do you want to hear it? And then we'll sign off. You have a voicemail for yeah, the bachelor yeah, bot? Yeah, 949-464-TBLS. We'll take your thoughts here. 949-464-TBLS. Also, you can you can send us an email, mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com. Let's check out. We have one voicemail. Here it is. Brian. And um, Jason, what's up? Hey, guys. I didn't even know. I like that it took him a minute to remember your name. Yeah. Thanks for that. Yeah. I, I didn't know that you were still doing this uh, podcast. He didn't know that we're doing the Bachelor Lifestyle Podcast, despite the fact that I promote it every single week on the Baller Lifestyle Podcast, theballerlifestyle.com. It's a great way to start uh, a compliment. Yeah, yeah. I didn't he's, even know no, you guys were still around. No, he's yeah. killing it. The, uh, the Bachelor Lifestyle, and I didn't. I, I would have been all over this, but the thing hey, is- by, by the way, this is our, our dear friend David Bray, who you've met in person. Oh, yeah, yeah I like David. He's yeah. six feet eight. Yep. yep. I have not watched an episode since Chris Harrison, uh, his departure. Um, it had nothing to do with Chris Harrison, although- See, he kind of just did the same thing to Chris Harrison that he did to us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he has he has a way of nagging people that's pretty good. Uh, 
caught the last 45 minutes last night. It, it, you know, Jesse Palmer's a dud. That's but true. Guys, I'm going to put the work in and watch this show. Do the work. You guys were talking about this hot-ass Bailey. Bailey is long gone, David Bray. <laughs> Sorry. To, I mean, by the time you finished this call, she had probably been sent away. If you this, this is going to be tough, you guys. This this guy Zach. Yep. Is the biggest dud. That's right. Zero slash goober. Yep. Whatever. All of the above. Dud zero goober. I'm going to look up and see what Bailey looked like, but there is an underbite going on. Um, yep. You are totally right, Brian. Um, he is just like a normal looking frat guy out of college. Yep. So, and it is going to be, a, and then they're doing these virtual hugs. I get the yep. guys. Got we discussed that. Yep. And these virtual kisses, the virtual roses. Look, I know that's not how the short show normally goes, no. but I'm going to hang in because you guys, uh, are uh, covering it, and uh, I still miss my girl Caroline Lunny. Oh, she was be a girl. She was great. That. Yes, I'll, I'll I was a fan. Check out Bailey, but yeah. what a fucking dud this guy is. And Goober, that goes to you know. I'll do credit to Jay Stu. That's the greatest name. I was going to say that's a Jason name. word. Yeah, How Goober. Got, you know, became the bachelor. I have no fucking idea. Yep, but. These, some of these girls are, are pretty cute that are left, um, but uh, the girl Greer was all worried last night. Um, oh, now he's, he's telling us what happened. That was named no, we know. Oh. When, and that was my friend's uh, pit bull in college. Oh, interesting. So I don't get that name. Oh, Greer is a name. That's a nice but, name. Um, anyway, guys, <laughs> yeah. it, it was a it was a great take. So I, I got some insight now on what I've missed. I've listened to your last two episodes, so. I cannot wait to hear your take on these virtual hugs through the Disgusting. TV yeah. uh, from last night's episode. Like I said, I only saw the last 45 minutes, but what a fucking dud. Look, if you're going to go virtual, you should be doing some sexting. Like, you should go alone, you know, maybe get a nipple out. And by nipple, I mean Zach. Like, it's like, you know, abs- like make it more intimate. Not just sit there in the corner of the room where all the other people are around. It was weird. Does the, look the, like... Yep. The unexplained part of this voicemail, um, and yeah. Dave, I'm hoping by the end of the call addresses it. That constant noise. Yeah, what is that? Uh, it's a. It's like it's, a, is it a turn signal I, in his in his car? I, I, it's a. It's oh, just a constant windshield no, like wiper. Windshield dryer. He lives yeah, in. Wiper? He lives in Utah, so and now, it's famously been snowing. Now, when when I've gone to. Uh, you know, reality Steve's parties that he throws yeah. for his, uh, yeah. his listeners. I don't think he followers. does that anymore. Yeah. No, no, he, it, it's on the, uh, schedule this year, the same weekend as your, uh, your kid's birthday. It's always on my son's birthday. Yeah. And I, my retort to that is, but Steve's thing only happens once a year. That's true. That's, that's a good yeah. point. Well, maybe, uh, maybe me and my beautiful girlfriend, yeah. Cheyenne can come out for a night or you something. Should, so, yeah. but, but Dave, Dave was there once with a couple of ladies. Couple. He's a huh? really not, Really nice guy, yeah. uh, reality Steve guy. Yep. Um, I will say this: it sounds like he's had a few drinks. Yeah, and yeah. and and I hope that's not a turn signal in a moving car. Uh, no, because, it isn't. Uh, no. You know, no, Dave's a responsible guy. I, I like Dave a lot. He's, he's a great, great guy. guy. Um, butthead, the one with the uh, underbite from Beavis and Butthead. 
um, I don't, I don't, I don't fucking get it. Yeah, it's, it's, I agree. It's like the name, the title of your episode, Instagram followers. That's all it's about. So I'm back in. Okay. And um, I did not mean. I, he talked to the, you can only record for three minutes. He talked to the entire, for the entire three minutes. <laughs> also, I like that he can't, he doesn't know which one's Beavis and which one's Butthead. That's, yeah. I mean, he's like, yeah, the one with the underbite, Beavis or Butthead. I mean, buddy, they're iconic. You don't know which one's fucking Tom and which one's Jerry. You don't know. Shut up, you, you don't know which one's Popeye and which one's Bluto. Anyway, love you, Dave. Okay, Jason, let's wrap up there. Great work as always. Another tight 45 minutes like we always like to do. Always, yeah. For Jason Stewart, my name is Brian Beckner. This has been The Bachelor Lifestyle from theballerlifestyle.com. We'll see you next time. The ball paradise is the key to the fantasy suite. Balls deep so you can sleep with your third or fourth girl of the week. We're making a connection. We're falling in love. We're chilling in the mansion outside the hot tub. we starting in LA and then we travel the world. we toasting champagne. we got 32 girls. Who gets a hometown and who's the most hated? Who had the best date and who's getting eliminated? We always speculating like you wouldn't believe. But I cheated, logged on to reality, Steve. So it's the bachelor lifestyle we living in. It's the ball of lifestyle we living in. The bachelor lifestyle we living in. It's the ball of lifestyle, lifestyle. It's the bachelor lifestyle we living in. It's the ball of lifestyle we living in. It's the bachelor lifestyle we living in.